was like, what are you talking about? I thought we were doing... I was like, homie, me coming over to your house and sneaking up into your loft bedroom while your Alzheimer's dad is in the basement is not dating, okay? Welcome to Polite Conversation. I'm Kayla. I'm Amanda. And I'm Wes. This is the podcast where anything goes. And everything falls apart. (laughs) Welcome to Polite Conversation with Wes, Kayla, and Amanda. What are we talking about today, guys? Horrible TV shows. Horrible TV shows? (laughs) No. Great TV shows that were... Just okay, Chances. just TV shows. Let's just leave it. Let's just leave yeah. it open. Just we generic. can talk about shows we loved. We can talk about shows that were canceled way too soon that we got invested in and we're sad that they got canceled. We can talk about shows that were the perfect amount. I have like a couple that I know they're like the perfect amount of seasons. They ended at the perfect time, but I have a take on season finales of shows that I feel like is a little strange. So we can start wherever. Okay. Well, I have one. I have I have something to talk about. Um. <laughs> Okay, let's talk about shows that have gone to these new streaming services that you have to have. Four billion different Different accounts. streaming. So, okay, so here's the deal. I don't feel like that was on the topic list, but. but, but here, I said whatever. I left it open. She said whatever. So it. I get to talk whatever. <laughs> Sex in the City. Oh, all right. Uh-huh. I followed it all throughout school. I followed it after school. I watched all the movies. Great. Now they have a streaming service called Max. Yes. Which I never even heard of. I just found out two days ago that they made a show on Max that continued the Sex and the City saga. Mm-hmm. And one of the major characters in there died on the first episode. Yeah, he did. And <laughs> I didn't know it. And I cried at the Aww. fucking co- commercial because I loved him. And then, like... Well, first off, before you get too deep into this, Max is what HBO Max used to be. They have dropped the HBO portion For of it. For no reason that yeah. I can see. So I'm waiting. I still don't have this streaming service, therefore I yes, cannot watch do. the show. You have it through your mom's whatever with the TV. It was tied in with, oh, what, did, what did she have? Yeah, she has HBO Max. Newsflash. We don't buy all the damn streaming networks because yeah. fuck that. We share passwords. You don't on Netflix. Not anymore. Yeah, sure. when they start that shit, guess what? The pirate flag is going right back up. Honestly, though, Net- I, like, <laughs> I have Netflix. Are you and kidding I s- me? What? Like, seven people have my Netflix login. It doesn't work anymore. Since, like, like a month ago. Really? Mm-hmm. Huh. Unless you're in the same house, the same, like, using the same Wi-Fi. Mm-mm. It sucked because I paid for the Netflix and I had it and then my stepdad had a login and it, it, he couldn't log in anymore because we were on the – yeah, it's, it's – but I can still pay for two screens, but as long as they're in my house. I don't – they think that's going to do something. It's not. It's going to piss everybody off and send everybody else. Well, they it's thought it. everybody was going to sign up for like, oh, it'll make – it'll push people – there's not enough good content. You did it in the middle of the writer strike. Exactly. You dummies. It's not going to push people there. It's just my stepdad was like, oh, okay, I guess I just won't be watching Netflix anymore. And I was this, like, okay. And this, then I called and downgraded my plan. So, like, joke's on you. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Now I'm saving more money. Oh, and I'll take the ad so it'll be even cheaper. Oh, <laughs> hell no. Mm-mm. Nope. You're Netflix is this. Look, I watch ads on everything else. Uh, Hulu. Not me. 
HBO Max I did until my friend, well, I have my own account on hers because she's like, I'm paying for it. You might as well. Fair. Okay, cool. She doesn't have ads, and it is pretty great. But, like, Hulu, I have ads. I'm, I'm too cheap. Adblocker's great. And uh, they make one for the TVs, too. You just have to look specifically for that. I have one. I'm not paying for YouTube Red. I'm not. Welcome like, I'm, to Pirating Conversation. This is a... <laughs> pirating Conversation, yeah. So, um, no, I'm not. No. My best friend pays for YouTube Red, and I, I have not watched commercials in years. I don't pay for it, and I still don't watch commercials. Because guess what? If I have to watch an ad, I don't know who started this nonsense. Like, there are some cool ads. I've seen ads that are music videos, which is badass, honestly, because I'm a music guy. One came on the other day. It was three and a half hours. Uh, that's yeah. what, on YouTube they do yes. that. Because if I walk, if I'm watching a video and I walk away, if I don't hit skip on it or whatever, I'm like, oh, it'll be over in like a minute, and it's on and on, and you go and look, you're like, this is a thirty minute. This is not an ad. Yeah, this a is a full fucking infomercial program. in the middle of my 12-minute YouTube video. Like, what is happening? And when you interrupt my show that I'm watching with crap like that, guess what? I'm not buying your product. No. Period. I don't... Uh, that is a whole other conversation. Do ads even work? Like, I don't know. I'll tell you the ads that work on me, and they're like static ads on my Instagram feed or something. I'm like, oh, I want that. You know what's funny? We actually... So we're going to take a segue here for a second. This is the ad portion of this episode. Me and James actually talked about this on one of the Mosh Pit early episodes about how advertising to a certain demographic, age range-wise, it does not work. And I think we're in that age range. Because we tune it out. Because we grew up on cable TV where, okay, I'm going to give away my age again here. So when we were coming up, we had basic cable where you watched, you know, all the shows were set to like 23 minutes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you had a full seven minutes of ads sporadically throughout. And sprinkled. And it sucked. Well, then the big sell for cable was no more commercials. So we got cable. Was that the cable sale? That yeah. was the cable sale. Yeah. I remember when Disney, Cartoon oh, well, Network, yeah. mm-hmm. the specialty channels especially, but yeah. like a lot of the other cable channels were no Stars ads. Stars and HBO. Well, even, well, even just regular. If it was cable, it was supposed to be ad-free. Right. Well, then they realized they were losing a shit ton of revenue, and they're like, oh, ads are back. No, no, what they would do, what they did was, Mm -hmm. instead of doing the commercials during your show, they would do like five to seven to ten minutes of commercials in between the shows. Yeah, that was fucking god-awful. So it would be like commercials, show, commercials, show, commercials, show. At first, it started out as like the commercials were mostly about like, if it were on HBO, it'd be, like, the commercials about what's going to be on the weekend. Yeah. Or HBO, yeah, because I was thinking when you when you said that, I remember, I was like, oh, yeah, Disney. Disney di- only had ads for Disney right. stuff. Nickelodeon right. wasn't the same, but a cool fact that I learned. Do you remember? Y'all might have been a little too old for this, but, like, it might have been, like, just after you quit watching these shows. The, like, bumpers, they were called commercial bumpers, and they were, like, face on Nickelodeon. Yeah, it was just and like they, a would face. Draw, they would draw the, uh-huh. the the Mickey Mouse circle. Yeah, Disney, it was, le- yes, they still had bumpers for sure, but it was less so because they weren't selling you anything. But, like, Nickelodeon, it was a law that, like, on a kids-geared mm-hmm. g- network, you had to have a differentiation between the show and yep. the ad because kids couldn't tell the difference. Yep. Mm-hmm. So that was what the bumpers were. But the bumpers were iconic. Mm-hmm. Like, face, that was so, like, that was mm-hmm. awesome. And, then like, they, and, you know, when it was not, the preschool, yeah. whatever Nick it was Jr. called. Yeah. yeah. It, when it moved on to other things, it'd be like their cartoons and they would do like a little thing. So, well, do you guys remember? We were just watching this the That's other what day. I was about to bring up. Yeah. We, 
when uh, the Cartoon Network, or was it the Nickelodeon? No, it was Cartoon Network's cartoons invaded Nick. And it was like Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Mm -hmm. And it was um, Johnny Bravo, Space Ghost. They were all in in there, and they came to, and they were like, why are you watching this? You should be on Cartoon Network. I think that I would have broke my little brain. It kind of breaks my brain now. I think I'd be like, "You don't, you don't belong here." Yeah, yeah. You don't even go here. Yeah. Well, we had watched the one about Snick. I know you remember Snick. With I think we talked about this on an earlier podcast because I was trying to remember. It was like Noggin, and then I can't. Snick is like familiar to me, but I don't know why. Snick was Saturday nights. Okay, that's it. Eight to ten, like nineties. Preteen years. Well, there was Teen Nick, right? Was that? That was later. Okay. That was what Snick turned into. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, you came in at the tail end, mm. but it had like "Are You Afraid of the Dark" and Stampy, all those shows. And we were watching one the other day. This gets us back on mm-hmm. track here. So there was a show called My Brother and Me, mm. and I did not realize this show only had thirteen episodes. But good God, it felt like there were so many of them because it ran for one season. But then they sprinkled that show in between every other show you wanted to watch, and it was always on. That's the difference between, like, making shows then for cable and for kids kind of networks, because mm-hmm. they could just keep, I almost said reposting, that's not the word I'm looking for, Reruns. re-airing, yeah. And then we, I mean, like, I, we were just fine with that. Like, I remember it wasn't even like, oh, I've already seen this one. Like, I would just sit there and watch yeah. it. Like, Disney especially oh, would gotcha. do it. Freaking SpongeBob, and then you realize that it just never SpongeBob literally just never ended. But like, I mean, look at the final years of TBS. TBS, Saved by the Bell, King of Queens, all those shows, and they ran them forever. And we felt like there were season, season. If you go back and look, there probably really wasn't. Yeah, there yeah, was. Saved by the Bell was really a lot shorter than what yeah, you I think it Saved was. Yeah, I thought Saved by the Bell was forever. No. And really, Saved by the Bell, along those same lines, this was back when if you missed a show on cable, you missed that show. It wasn't showing again in a week. It wasn't showing again tomorrow night. You missed that show. But a lot of the times the shows didn't follow like those kind of shows, you could just pick up wherever. Oh, yeah. Like Friends, you could just pick up wherever. I mean, there was a storyline to it. I mean, Friends is a bad example because they like said how... Uh, they were overlapping. Rachel was introduced were... like three different ways, like you yeah. know, <laughs> they like they lost the plot. But yeah, it was it's just it was different writing, and it was because it well, was you know, we watched differently. Jerry Seinfeld was noted as the show that was about nothing. Mm-hmm. And the so show is literally about nothing till later in life. I didn't watch Seinfeld. Seinfeld and Frasier. I watched Frasier, and I remember watching Frasier and not understanding the appeal of it at all but I watched it and I, and I watched it because it would be on at night and I would remember sneaking up and sitting in behind the couch and watching it <laughs> as my parents were watching it or whoever was at the house was watching it and then I'd sneak back in bed and I thought I did something because I watched Frasier. Like, that I shit was boring but I was there. <laughs> yeah seriously and I didn't, I didn't understand it now I watch it and I laugh so freaking hard because I can relate to half the crap that poor man goes through. I need to go back because I, I mean, of course, I know what Seinfeld is. I didn't watch it because it was, I was a kid. Dude, yeah, it was out of you your will wheelhouse. find it like, okay, as a kid, it really was a show about nothing. And it was yeah, like, what the fuck? But then, like, when you go back and watch it as an adult with new eyes, you're like, holy oh shit, that's my, my life. God, <laughs> it's freaking hilarious. It's weird to think they're like, I don't know if I'm ready to accept that, that they're, like, my age. That and also... In the show. I don't yeah. know if that I'm ready in, in Seinfeld, to deal with that. The fucked up thing is, is in Seinfeld, there's a person for every person in your life. 
Oh, yeah. George Costanza. Why you got to point at me? <laughs> I'm a Kramer if I'm no, anybody. No, you are not a Kramer. <laughs> you are a George Costanza. I'm Elaine. Well, actually, no, you're more Seinfeld than George. I don't want to be Seinfeld. Oh, yeah, but you were already there. Yeah, I was already there. <laughs> but anyway, no, like, literally, you can pick out people for... Everything. For everybody in that show. It's freaking hilarious. I like to do that with girlfriend groups and Golden Girls. That's oh, hell yeah. Golden Girls is so good. I call Blanche. I'm always the Blanche. I want to be Blanche. That's your Blanche's ladies and gentlemen. Uh, listen. You you could... Blanche is a shit. I gotta think about this for a second. No one ever wants to be Sophia, even though she's... Might be the funniest one. She is the funniest one. What? Betty White is just... God, an American treasure. That woman was so funny. Her the comedic timing on that show mm-hmm. was so good. Mm-hmm. Everything about it was so good. And you like you think that they're like, oh, the Golden no, no, Girls. No. They're like in their eighties. They just it was the eighties. So like Dorothy's facial expressions. Yes, I would be. I would be a Dorothy. That's fine. You can have Blanche. I'll be Dorothy. That's okay. Fine. Wes, Wes? Is Blanche. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're Blanche. No, I'm Blanche. He, he's Rose. Oh, is that Betty White? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll be Betty White. Okay. She's so so clueless. (laughs) Clueless and gullible. That sounds close enough. God, that's... uh, Actually, in this context, that would probably be me. I don't know (laughs) what you're talking about. I know the name, but I don't know. But, you know, getting back to shows that ran their course, we'll we'll segue to here, ran their course, but continued. She's trying not to make a mess, ladies and gentlemen. I'm trying to be stealth. She wasn't. (laughs) She was not stealth at all. Like Arrow. Arrow. Who recycled the plot seven different times. First three seasons were g- really good. But back in the day, we never would have noticed. Oh, no. We no, noticed. no, we noticed. we noticed. It was bad. Huh. It yeah. was always. We, we noticed it like while it was going on because here's the thing. Arrow, he gets hit with all this shit, right? I mean, he could take a, a bow, an arrow, a gun, whatever. Stab him in the side. He's down for three episodes. Huh. You get hit in the face with a fucking nuke. He's right back at it. He gets, he stubbed his toe. It's over with. Fell off a cliff. Fell off a cliff. No. Got stabbed through the gut and fell off the cliff. Kicked off the cliff. That was actually great, Roz. Did, cool. did he come out of that one? Or no, that. No, uh, he came back. He, he came back. Him a minute. But, yeah. Mm. I mean, that's fair. Because they really, they really let into, it's the end of Arrow. He's dead. And it's like, okay. By that point, though, they had already established the Lazarus Pit where you could bring anybody back from the dead with side effects. They had, God, how many people did they kill off and bring back? Just. What was this? A uh, dead shot? Shot? Wasn't dead shot, no. What, what was it called? Uh, it's the other guy. That will almost make me walk away from a show. Jane the Virgin is a wonderful show. If you haven't watched it, I recommend mm-hmm. it. It's really good. It's, it's a lot of show, too. <laughs> I mean, like, so it's like if you're in the mood for, like, to get invested into something, that's a good one. But they kind of sort of bring somebody back from the dead. It's weird how they do it, and I almost was like, uh-uh. Yeah, so, okay, while we're yeah. on the topic of bringing people back from the dead. Mm-hmm. Deathstroke. Deathstroke. Death Deathstroke. That's yeah. it. Uh, the first time I remember this, my grandmother and my mom, and I, I think everybody their age when I was younger watched. Days of Our Lives, General Hospital, and Passions. That is a different universe. Yes. (laughs) On, I think it was, no, it was Days of Our Lives. On Days of Our Lives, there was a man named Stefano. And he would die so many times, and then he would just come back. 
they just bring him back. Like, oh, he faked his death. Oh, he fell off a boat. <laughs> Joke's on you. He didn't fall off the boat. Like, literally, they would bring this man back. And, like, he was terrible. He was conniving. And he would, like, ruin people's lives. And I can remember my grandmother physically getting stressed every time he got on the freaking TV screen. <laughs> <laughs> And it was just terrible. And I think that set the precedence for some of these writers. Like, I think they have the same memory I have. Because, like, now we go back and oh, psh, they're not really dead. They're going to be back in two sep- episodes, you know. And then, psh, lo and behold, here they are. They're back in two episodes. If you're ever killed off screen. Yeah, you're not really dead. No, you'll be back. It's if you ever fall into a body of water, not really dead. Nope. <laughs> Unless it happens on screen. With blood. And, and even then, it's a little... I mean, shit, Destro got stabbed in the eye underwater, yeah. and yeah. then it was like, and then, then he, he was came back. back. He came back with a, with an automatic eyeball. Yeah, an eye patch. And it was, yeah, it was, again, Arrow was good. Slade. Slade Wilson was, look. He kept coming and it, back. And it pissed me off, too, because this was, like, right at the beginning. Arrow really started the DC universe. Mm-hmm. So you had Flash, Supergirl, Batwoman, um, iZombie, which was just trash. But it it really pushed, and it was in that weird time where they were still making DC movies, but they were using a completely different cast than the TV show. So you'd go see it, and you're like, why are you using him? The guy that played Slade on the TV show was so much better than whoever they got to play it in the movie. Like his voice, his look. I, I'll die on that hill. That's my hill. Anyway, it outstayed its welcome. That's what we're talking about. Shows that outstayed their welcome. This one ran eight seasons, but it didn't even get a full a full final season. They chopped it down to ten episodes, and they had to basically just cram everything into ten episodes. What year did it end? Twenty. Well, here's the thing. 16, 17, 14? Here's the thing. I didn't 15? even make it through season four because by season four, they had, they had stopped even trying to hide the fact that they were recycling the plot. Yeah. <laughs> it's one thing if they can keep going with different things, but when you use the same plot point of mind control and... Well, it wasn't... It was... It's it's like they're trying too hard with these storylines, right? Like what you were talking about earlier with Friends. Friends is that type of show where you can just like turn on the TV and it's on and you can just sit down and enjoy it because you're not caught into this big ass plot line that you have to know all the players and all the actions, right? Yeah. Yeah, but people delved into Friends. But but you know what I'm saying though? They they had those shows that were like day to day. It wasn't like I had to know relationships of who. You could figure it out pretty quickly. Right. There was no thinking like. By the time we got to Arrow from that era of the 90s where you could just turn on a show and, oh, this is the show we're watching. Yeah. You know, the, the show of the purple couch, you know, whatever, to Arrow where they did two things which made me fall out. Number one was they got too complicated with their plots and you had to consistently keep watching the show in order to keep up with the story, which annoys me. And it's like, don't force me to sit here and watch your show. Sorry, not going to happen. Second thing was they started forcing you to watch their other shows in order to keep up with said plot. So it started off with one or two crossovers, and he and I were like, okay, well, I guess we can sit through an episode of Flash just to understand what's happening. Where Arrow was dark and gritty, Flash was like, yippee, (laughs) I'm a kid. It was yeah. freaking terrible. It's terrible. So we were like, I guess we can suffer through an episode of Flash just to see what's going to happen on Arrow. And then it went to, well, you've got to watch the Flash 
then you've got to switch over to Legends of Tomorrow, then to Supergirl, and then you got to come back to Arrow, and then you're going to keep be caught up to the whole storyline. That pissed me off even yeah. more because not only are you forcing me to sit down and watch a shitty ass show, but now you're forcing me to sit down and watch three shitty ass shows that I didn't want to sign up for in the first fucking it's place. It's homework at that point, yeah. and it's not. No, that's a lot. And they put actual plot points in, in those the other, other shows. shows that if you miss it. When you go to Arrow, the next episode, you're like, "Who the fuck is this?" Yeah, if you skip the the crossover and then you walk, then you're you turn just on and you're it. like, yeah. "You're like, oh wait, there's a there's a character I don't know, and there's they're talking about something that I don't know happened." Yeah, you want to talk about anxiety? Yeah, no, no, we're not. <laughs> I don't even have anxiety. I the closest Amanda got to anxiety was trying to keep up with the yeah, Arrow and I said, DC universe. It's yeah. terrible. I can't do it. Yeah, it was bad. No. Getting back to you, what were you saying about that you have a certain thing that you oh, yeah. don't do? I don't do. Sometimes I'll come around and I will eventually do it. But mm-hmm. example that comes to my mind is Shit's Creek. Mm-hmm. That show was beautiful. It was genius. It was funny. It was all of the things. It could have ran for so many more seasons. They said, like, no, you know, we had a good thing. You know, going, and we, you know, we just knew when to end. We didn't want, I think they even made a reference to Friends. Like, we just didn't want to keep going and ruin it, even though, again, Friends is just like a... Icon. I don't think there was a, you know, it was just, it was there. It was kind of like a soap. It was just yeah. like, you know, you couldn't really ruin it. It wasn't a good time to end it. I think they ended it too early, but it was their choice to end it, the people who wrote the show. I don't watch the series finales of shows that I really am invested in and I fall in love with, because then it's over. It took me like a year to watch the last episode of Schitt's Creek. It's beautifully done. It wraps it up in a pretty little bow. But like, yeah, there's a lot of shows like that. I won't watch the ending. Like I just, you know, the last year or so, I watched Suits. I have not watched the last episode. It's the only episode I have not watched. I won't do it. So now going back to House, did you watch the season finale of House? No. You never watched it? No. Oh my god, it's so good. I mean, I feel like House so is one of those shows. How far back does the sentiment go? Like, did you watch the season finales of shows when you were younger? I don't think it was like as big of a deal. I don't know. I end up usually end up I I watch them, but not not in the time like that it comes out. Like it <laughs> takes me like years sometimes mm. to watch it. <laughs> so yeah. I just it's like as if then it's over, and I don't want it to be over. See, yeah. I just rewatch it at that point. Yeah, but then see, I'm have a hard time rewatching stuff. Yeah. I really do. That's one yeah. of the things I wish. I mean, there's some comfort shows like Community. I could just turn that on yeah. and watch it, and that's different. Did you ever watch Modern Family? No, but I've had that suggested to me so many times just to sit I down and the watch first it. Few of, like the first couple of seasons, I don't even know if it's still on. Is it? I don't is think it? so. I don't know. And I thought it was really good, but I feel like there are certain shows that. Like you, where they have the series finale, and then very shortly later, they revive it, and it's like, oh, ha-ha, nope. I don't think I've had that happen with anything that I've been really, like, invested in. And on the Modern Family topic, and these are probably not, because streaming has messed up my perception of time and when things came out but I feel like parenthood modern family and there was something else that was out like all at the same time and they were all kind of similar I was more of a parenthood girly and I still I love parenthood I don't know what network it aired on I mean I know it's on like Hulu now and it's not on Netflix I know it's definitely on Hulu but it's got Dax Shepard there's a lot of people you know probably if you Mm. watch it you'd be like oh yeah. yeah um it's a great show but it's it's like family oriented and like I don't know it's just a really good show so I think I kind of went, and it's a way more like I don't want to say dark, but way more serious than Modern Family. Yeah. 
Yeah. Modern Family, See, and that was what bothered me about that show, is it tried to grab some of those heavier topics, but around all the lighthearted shit, too. And See, it, I think Parenthood is the opposite. It's like, they they try to lighten it up a little bit, but they don't, that's not the point. Yeah. It's like, do it so that they're going to be like, oh, we can talk about this thing. You know, it's the family dynamics, and I feel like Parenthood, mm-hmm. I mean, Parenthood, uh, Modern Family yeah. Yeah. was also the family dynamics, and I think I just went the other route. So maybe I'll revisit that, or watch it, I maybe. guess. Well, see, I do watch finales, mm-hmm. obviously, but w- <laughs> I get really frustrated when a finale is, like, really, really great, and then they fuck it up. When by bringing it back? By bringing it back. And, no, okay, so, like, Buffy. Buffy, Dawson's Creek, well, it was just Buffy and Dawson's Creek, and then later Angel, were the first three shows that I actually sat down and watched from first episode to last episode that wasn't on like Disney Channel and so naturally those are my favorite like I love them I could go back and watch any of those three shows I actually just recently in the past couple of years rewatched the entire season of Dawson's Creek and cried like a bitch (laughs) I'm just saying but Buffy pissed me off because Buffy the Vampire Slayer had Sarah Michelle Gellar in it she fought vampires she had a little quirky sidekick named Willow she was awesome And then the very last episode, she very selflessly sacrifices herself to save the world. She climbs to the top of a platform and she essentially does like a belly flop into this dimension and kills herself in order to save the world. From all this evil getting out and all that stuff. It was like really great. I mean, it was like, the, it was spectacular. And the effects were great for that time. I'm going to say for that time because if I probably went back and watched <laughs> it now, it was probably not as shiny as it was back then, right? Yeah. But then Angel was a follow-up. And they did a like a Buffy revisit and... It was her hometown without her in it. And then they brought her back. And then she started sleeping with her mortal enemy. Her, one of the vampires that she had been trying to kill for years. And it, it just it cheapened everything that she did. And it just ruined that last show for me. Like, you could have left it there. It was like she was in her peak. She just she did something completely selfless. She could have been a hero for ages. And you just cheapened her. Brought her back from the dead. Brought her back from the dead. And, and had then her sleep with a guy that... That was trying to kill her for years, and she was trying to kill him for years. And you're years. just like, who is this character? And like, what? Yeah. Right. And then she goes back, and she tries to get with Angel again, and this, that, and the other. And I'm just like, what the hell kind of soap opera did I start watching that involves vampires? Vampire Diaries. <laughs> Twilight. <laughs> well, I, mean, like- I think I blame Buffy for the Twilight fame. I do. You blame her. <laughs> Well, no, I don't blame her. I blame the show and the fame. And why was there blame? The Twilight series is iconic. No, 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 no. The books or the movies? The books are iconic. The it's movies, nostalgic for me. The, I, I like it all. The, I'm not gonna lie to you. I love it. I read the books front to back. I love the books. I would re- I reread the books all the time. You do? Yes. I don't think I could. So again, I don't. I have a hard time revisiting stuff. I reread them. I don't think I could reread them now. I reread them. I have them on my Nook app. Anyway. <laughs> Kristen Stewart ruined it for me. Agreed. She's awful. But who else? Go. Let's go back and try to recast that now. She was so bad it was good. Could no no one Fox. else could have been her. 
Megan Fox. Mm. Mm. No, Lindsay Megan Fox Lohan? is too sexy. No, here's the thing. No, uh, n- n- it couldn't be wrong. somebody who was too well known. It had to. It be... had to be someone who mm. was slightly seasoned, Awkward. but not too well known. She wasn't. What was she in? Zathora. I don't know. She I'm was just in talk- Zathora, and she was in. Um, God, what was that horrible movie? Cold Creek Manor. If y'all have not seen that, that is a fucking waste of an hour and a half of your life. <laughs> Go do something else. But anyway, so yeah, so she was. She, she wasn't who I pictured in the books. No. Even though, like, I mean, I don't know. That's such a it's such a complicated topic. Because <laughs> again, I'm so attached to it, just from a nostalgia level that like well, see, I wouldn't okay. touch it now. Well, you so know, since we're on the subject of books versus entertainment movies, whatever. I'm going to tell you the one that really just completely... I don't understand why it got turned into a movie. What? I mean, I do understand why it got turned into a movie because they thought it was going to be a cash cow, and it technically was, but it flopped. Fifty Shades of Grey. That should have stayed a book. It should have <laughs> stayed a mysterious book because think about this. Women started reading that book, and it was like a secret among women. Women yep. were whispering to other women about it, and it was like, oh, my God, this is what's happening. Oh, my God. Can you, did you read that book? I mean, I actually kind of think it's sexy, but I don't think it's sexy. <laughs> I could do this. I didn't. It was like a big secret. It was like it started a, a conversation among other women where you felt comfortable about talking about your sexuality and the, the little kinks and quirks that you like. It was mainstream smut. It really yeah. was. I mean, I mean, there's there's always been mainstream smut, like Harlequins in the in the sixties and uh, Mrs. Robinson. The mainstream in the way that yes, that brought it. Everything to the was forefront. still hush hush until that that mm-hmm. book. I feel like that book just kind of like opened people's mouths and minds, and so. <laughs> But (laughs) (laughs) open something and open something. But why did they have to change it to a movie? I feel like I went. Don't get me wrong. I watched all of them. I have. I think I have a different opinion than you on this. I think the movies were better than the books. No, absolutely not. See, because this is why in the books you're in her head while she's thinking these decisions through, and she's. Fair enough. Rationalizing, and you know her decision-making. I took someone like my mother <laughs> to watch this movie. She's sitting in the middle of the theater, and the first time this girl gets spanked, she was like, mm-mm, you better run, girl. <laughs> like... <laughs> like, literally, verbally, out loud. So you have, like, these closed-minded, like, 50-something-year-olds watching this movie thinking... That this girl is just taking abuse from this guy, but it's not that way. You have to read the book. See, I, okay, so I read Fifty Shades of Grey before the movies came out, mm-hmm. and then I watched the movie. So I guess I just maybe I don't realize if that the movies don't do a good job explaining that they on their don't. own because they I knew really that. Don't. Yeah, you knew it. You you already had. You okay. went in there with a preconceived notion. Got it. Of how she felt. You already knew how this girl felt, right? Mm-hmm. I already knew how this girl felt. My mother. Did not know, and then after I tried, after I took her to watch the movie, she read I, the book after. No, she she refused to read the book. She oh. got like three chapters in. She's like, "I'm not reading this shit because the movie ruined it for her." I don't, I just don't understand why it had to be a movie. I feel like it ruined. That just maybe that was like a epiphany I just had right now. Like how many times mm-hmm. have I watched something and been like, "Oh, that was pretty good," but it's because I subconsciously knew mm-hmm. all the stuff. And how many times have I watched something not knowing it was a book first and being like. 
this is what the hell is this? Yeah. I would love. Oh, that's interesting. I'm gonna tell you which one I I loved. Water for Elephants when it first came out. I watched the movie. Yes, I I loved that movie. I was like, oh, this is a great movie. Cool, I love Robert know? Pattinson. That's the quite literally the only reason I went to see that movie. Same, same, <laughs> same, same. Uh, you know, after Edward, I was like, oh, I'm gonna Robert Pattinson thing. You know, and so I watched Water for Elephants, and I, I like Reese Witherspoon. I forgot she was even in it. <laughs> nice. I do. I do. I like her. Whoops. And so I, w- but I went and read the book mm. after I watched the movie, and the book is so much better. It didn't leave. I mean, the only reason I remember it is because of Robert Pattinson. Yeah, I, it didn't leave any kind of lasting impression on me. Exactly. Impression on me beyond that. Exactly. And the movie didn't. But I read the book, and I I would highly recommend you read the book. Could do that. It is fantastic. Interesting. I still feel like Fifty Shades gave uh, guys a bad rap because look, the only reason that book is and the movie is classified the way it is because the guy's a rich fucking billionaire and he's pretty good looking. Well, he was really hot. Yeah, let What's that happen the, uh, here in Rockmart at the trailer park. Some girl, that's a CSI oh, episode. That would look so different. Uh-huh. That'd be a whole different, uh-huh. that's a different movie. That's a documentary. That's mm-hmm. a CSI. <laughs> yeah. What do you mean he gave him a bad rap? I don't understand. Gave guys a bad rap. You can't do that shit. You can if it's consensual. Exactly. Yeah, if you're hot. I mean, yeah. Or uh, let's let's backtrack. If <laughs> the person that you're trying to enter into this contract with is attracted to you, I think hot is subjective. I think so, too. You I think you're pretty hot. two totally different answers right now if I was to ask a question, so I'm not going to answer that guy right now. Um, What's the question? No. Nope. And nah, nah, now nope, my mind going, is... No, deep. I'm going on. What's going the question? On to another fucking you can't topic. do that. No, nope. I can do that. This I mean, is you polite can, but conversation. Yeah, this is not, not, not very polite. This is not polite. <laughs> this is polite conversations, not hold it back. We'll back into it in the next episode. Oh, Lord. We will forget. No, we, no, we won't. We'll be on to something else. Yes, we will. You Just need to do it. it. Just <laughs> open your mouth. Yeah, two different episodes. Am I hot? Yes. That's not appropriate for me to even answer. You can answer. You can be no. like, yeah, you're attractive. No, I'd take it back. Let's, let's, really, <laughs> let's really back. <laughs> I regret that's what y'all get. Okay. If being attracted on... being attracted to people, God, it, for me, it is, I get it, I'm not, oh, this is complicated. It's if so I, complicated. Okay, we'll make it simple. If I hit on you in the grocery store while you're buying watermelons. I can't, I know you. I can't take it back. I can't take it back to when I don't know you. You can't be like, hey, he's kind of cute. Okay, moving on. And be like, this creepy guy no. came up and talked to me. No. Mm-mm. That okay. would not be so. There's like a there's a level. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> that I can't that. answer. But like that's, in terms that's of what like, I'm looking for. yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. I wouldn't think you were creepy. Okay. I went out on a date with you thinking you look like the wheezy kid she from really Hey Arnold. I thought she was about to say a wheeze or like <laughs> no, 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 no. He took the worst <laughs> selfie ever. It literally was from above his head, taken on a flip phone, and he looked like the wheezy kid from Hey Arnold. <laughs> and this is what I was going off of. So I wore my baggiest sweater, a pair of blue jeans. My I was wearing the same makeup from work that day to go on this first date with this guy that his sister set me up with. And I was like, oh, God. And my mom was just like, just go out with him. You might make a new friend. And I was like, okay, Mom. I was so pissed. And I get there, and he gets out of this beat-up freaking blazer. And I'm like, holy shit, he's kind of cute. Damn it. So here I am, like, in my car, like, pushing the girls up, trying to tuck my sweater in the front of my pants and uh, like fix my hair. Unsmudging your eyeliner. Yeah. You're like, oh, shit. Yeah, totally. I was like, oh, I think I got some hand sanitizer in here. Let me clean out from underneath my eyes or something. <laughs> 
<laughs> I was like, shit, he's actually kind of cute. Damn it. That never happens. Did you, I, I'm going to just go ahead and assume y'all didn't do. I mean, y'all been together, what, 10 years? Mm-hmm. So that would be 2013. Yeah, somewhere in there. Did y'all ever dabble on the dating apps? Yep. You did? Mm. Okay, Cupid, Match, POF. Oh, you were a, the OGs. Uh-huh. Yeah, this was well before Tinder. Ooh. Um, well, I did the dating app thing on and off for years and years. I have not in years. But that I was going to say that that experience you had meeting Wes is few and far between. It's never that. It's always like... I'm wearing flats because you say you're six two. You're probably like five five. Um, you know, mm-hmm. there's no, there's really truly no telling, and there's there's nothing worse. This is so shallow. I don't care. I'm gonna put it on record forever and ever. But I mean this. There is nothing worse than having great conversation with somebody in a dating app, and you're like looking at their pictures and they're cute, you know, and all these things, and you're like, this is gonna be a really good date, and you show up, and you're just immediately unattracted to them, mm-hmm. and. And it's like, you have to think, like, am I unattractive because I had these expectations? Like, would I find this person attractive mm-hmm. if I was just, like, out and about, you know, whatever? No, most of the time it's like, you have lied, and you have, like, set this up in my head. So no matter if I would have found you attractive regardless, like, we're done here. Like, I've got, See, I'm going to have to suffer through this for the next <laughs> two hours, and then I'm never going to talk to you again. This is terrible because I would always, when I was on the dating apps, I would always classify myself as a BBW. Not Big, beautiful close. woman. <laughs> I because thought that meant something else. No, BBW means big, beautiful woman. <laughs> because I always felt like, I always felt like, you know, I'm chunky and I I have a certain look about me and like, I don't want to catfish anyone and I never really took the like really up close pictures. I always put like the camera back here and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, way back there, which is why you got the picture from up here. Anyway, on a smartphone or on a a flip phone, her picture was this big, and it was taken where you're sitting and standing at the bar. <laughs> and I'm like, I can't tell because I was like, they need to see what my body looks like because I don't want to be that person where people are like, you walk in a bar and oh god, she's she's terrible. She's not what she depicted at all. Like I was terrified of that. Yeah, like I would never want that to happen, but I just feel like some guys were like out here really thinking they were like, ah. Oh, I'm going to do this, and I'm going to get her there, and then I'm going to win her over. Nobody, uh-uh. We are, we are starting on false premises, and mm-hmm. I am I am outie, like, as soon as I can be. Mm-hmm. Well, see, that was always my problem anyway. I guess we've moved on from TV shows. Um, <laughs> I, that was always my problem on the dating apps. I suck at starting conversations. You can only get so many, hey, how are you, in your inbox, because the guys' profiles versus the women's profiles, I know y'all were swimming through like 40 horrible, shitty one-liner Well, that's questions. why Hinge made it better. Like, Hinge was one that you had prompts, and you could, like, respond on people's pictures or their prompts. That's when it got a little easier, but I'm with you. It's like, how many times can I get a, hey, explanation point, how are you? Have any fun plans this weekend? Uh, Sup, cutie? Oh, God, no. I would never answer that. Yeah, no. Mm-hmm. Like even just the, like I would go through their pictures, not in a creepy stalkery way, but I would go through their no, pictures. That's, that's what it's for. And their, <laughs> and their interests, and try to be like something different. Like, hey, I see you like yeah this band. Have you seen them live? They're really awesome. No. 
well, if I even got a response, and it's like, well, that's the personality problem on their end, because because no, anybody else that's gonna that should pick that up and and run with it if they're really trying to like. Yeah. I guarantee you, I guarantee you, if I was a if I was to create an account now, I could go on Puff right now and find about. Mm, let's say 80%. I'm going to be nice. I can find 80% of the profiles that were on there when I was on there in 2013 because they do not scrub those fucking profiles. I don't even think, I don't even know if that's even an active, if they're even like managing, I mean, maybe somebody's managing that site. Honestly, but like, I don't even know if I deleted mine from OKCupid, Plenty of Fish. Well, you had to go through so many fucking steps to delete them. <laughs> that was... <laughs> In in my day, when I was doing when I was on the apps, God, that was oh man, so many stories. If you would catch the guy that you were dating, sorta, it's complicated. We're not in a relationship, but like we hang out every weekend, and I'm over here twice during the week. And but I'm not gonna put I'm not gonna put a title. I just don't do titles. Um, oh, kick! That was another one. Kick. Huh. About that kick. One. <laughs> but, um, kick was not a dating. It was just a messaging platform. Yeah, but you messaged people. You it had a lot of questionable content. But yeah. guys would leave their profiles up because they were still do. They were still oh, like yeah. on there, and they'd be her. like, they're like, oh, I just, I just forgot to delete it. Yeah. Shut up! Like that is such a great excuse. Like, no, you did not. No, no, you no. did not. No, I'm leaving my options open because <laughs> I kind of like you right now. But. That ruined. I can name so I can name so many ruined my most so, serious relationship is is that like hmm, you know this is okay but is there something better right you know and that the I worst can't part can you go down that road the, the worst part about those apps were I was on there for I don't know a couple of years I wasn't even on there for a long time but I had met this one guy it was perfect because he literally lived around the corner from the house I lived in right but he had like this Alzheimer's dad or whatever, and he would have Brian to like, is three miles away. Like, right. Brian is less than a mile away. Oh, shit. Right. But, <laughs> so, like, I would go over there. We would do, like, the whole friends with benefits thing, yada, 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 right? And I would tell him, I would be like, okay, so are we going to make this serious? Are we going to keep it friends with benefits? Or are we, you know, are you going to take me out on a real date? Like, God, like, you're so clingy. Why would you expect? Oh, no. oh, oh my gosh. I mean, so serious. I'm so like, jaded. I Can would you tell? Ask him, look, I would ask him these things. I'm like, okay, so are you going to treat me like you want to take me out? Or are you just going to treat me as the, you know. <laughs> the hey, backup plan. No, the, the, the <laughs> 10 o'clock call, you know. You up? You, yeah, pretty much. Um, so <laughs> I, I, I was in the middle of trying to negotiate. <laughs> A relationship out of this guy. <laughs> that is the most real thing <laughs> yeah. I've ever heard. <laughs> trying to negotiate. I'm going to trick this man. Right, no, I'm, I'm going to negotiate my way. <laughs> right. I'm trying to re- negotiate a relationship from this man huh? when I get introduced <laughs> to to Wes. Never worked out for me. Well, I'm trying to get like really introduced to Wes and everything, and I'm still got this guy, right? You hey you up? <laughs> I'm like no I'm not up. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> Gotta work in the morning. Good night. So finally I texted him and I was like hey listen I met someone and we had like three dates in three days. He actually took me into public. <laughs> I said, Are you gonna top that, bro? <laughs> like seriously, like I literally took said me to that, Applebee's. What have you done? No, it was it was. Mm. We went to oh God. We went to Hiram Station and then walked around Walmart. We went to Steak and Shake and yes. then walked around the parking lot and I showed him what geocaches were. 
That's right, girls. <laughs> Aren't you jealous that this uh-huh. bad boy's off and the market? Then, and then I met him at a, at a McDonald's on the third day. <laughs> for his lunch break. <laughs> There's nothing wait, wrong wait, with wait, that. Wait, this wait, sounds nice. Wait, he wanted to see you so badly that he's like, I'm going to take my lunch break. I'm going to meet this girl. You, mm-hmm. you have to clarify where this McDonald's Emerson. was. Emerson. Emerson, that used to loves. be the loves. Yeah. And I know exactly which one you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, we, that was our third around. date. So let's just be clear. He took her to the gas station. Yep. That's fine. But hey, look, it wasn't the gas station in Cedartown that's also a Burger King. So at least it's a slight step up. He was at work and I was visiting an aunt in in Bartow. So I was like, hey, you want to meet up for lunch? And he was like, yeah, let's go to the Loves. And I was like, cool. Yeah. But but my point was like, that was three days in a row. So I'm like, okay, so I'm really attracted to this guy. He He wants to actually date me. That's a plus. He wants to take me out in public. He thinks I'm pretty. That's a plus. So I text this other guy, and I'm like, yo. He takes you to public public. He takes you to the gas the station. The gas station and all the truckers in it. I mean, seriously. <laughs> all the passersby. That's terrible. So, well, apparently so, it worked out, so. Yes, so, it did. We're, we're just, we're, anyway. <laughs> so, I, I text this guy, I'm like, Okay, so I met somebody. He's taking me out. What do you want to do? Is this part of your negotiation? I'm saying, yes, okay. I'm literally like, because I'm like, at this point, I'm like, okay, I can't just be like, all right, we're finished. You could, but that's kind of you that you didn't. And he was like, what? And he got pissed. He got mad. He was like, what are you talking about? I thought we were doing. I was like, homie, me coming over to your house and sneaking up into your loft bedroom while your Alzheimer's dad is in the basement is not dating, okay? The sex was great. I'm not I'm not saying anything about that. But damn, take me to dinner. Let me get dressed up and put on some makeup. Hold up, hold up. I got I to gotta go to bat for this guy. Did he at least let you create a profile on your on his PlayStation 3 or 4 that he had? Negative, Ghost Rider. Oh, fuck We him. did one thing. <laughs> oh, fuck him. You have a profile on mine. We did one thing, and it usually included showering after. Oh, this is awkward because y'all are together. And no, that's cool. I mean, I know you're cool, but like, I'm awkward. Don't I'm the awkward. problem no, in this you're scenario. Good. You're, good. you're fine. Um, my favorite story about that of a guy being like, I'm so into you and like wanted me to come over and do it. He's like, okay, we didn't go anywhere, we didn't do anything. And, it, and like, partially, I was fine with it. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? If we're both in agreement that like this is what this is, that's fine. Mm-hmm. And then he just got so just emotional about like I don't have anything to offer you and blah blah. I'm like, just just tell me that like you don't want to hang. Like it was so weird. It was like he didn't want to hang out and he was so rude to me, but he kept texting me. This went on for years until mm, maybe two, three months ago, three or four months ago, he texted me, and I had the flu, so I was already just in a mood. Hadn't heard from this guy, you know, I just, he pops up every now and again, but he would never commit to like, oh, you're, you're texting me and we're talking. Do you want to hang out? Like, you know, it was never, it was such an odd situation, but my favorite thing I ever did <laughs> was he texted me and I had the flu and he was like, Hey, what's up? My, my response was, who is this? <laughs> Beautiful. He said, LOL, that's fair deleted the thread and like moved on with my life i'm like just fuck you like what do you want after all of this time like we hung out we got along great we had the same thoughts and views on things like i didn't give like he was going through like 
he didn't have a job and he'd like gotten divorced. There's just all this stuff going on. He was telling me all that. I mean, he hadn't got a divorce like the month before or anything. It'd been a while, but he was like going through it. I didn't care. But that's one thing. This is maybe we could talk about this a little bit. Like I'm so genuine when I say, if I tell you, I'm like, I don't care about any of that. Like I'm Mm -hmm. not jealous. I don't care. I understand. Like Mm -hmm. that doesn't, you know, that doesn't factor in men do not believe me when I say stuff like that. And that has been one of the biggest hurdles that I have not dated in years partially because of that because I'm like I'm tired of jumping through hoops trying to get you to believe me mm-hmm. when I tell you if I like you and I'm into you I don't care oh my god I mean you can't just do anything don't get me wrong but you right. know what I mean There's like I don't care yeah. about the money you make I don't care about it's like sh- your past I literally don't care yeah exactly it's like I don't do I need to prove to you what that I'm telling you what I'm feeling I can't I listen he he I had to prove to this man Five, six, four, whatever years ago. I don't know what the hell kind of females he dated. Uh, we're not going to talk about <laughs> we're that. Not, we're, I don't know what the hell kind of females he dated, but seriously, I would look at him and I'd say, I love that, or I don't care about that, or, you know, that doesn't bother me, or, hey, that really bothers me, don't do it again. And I would have to prove my feeling about it. Because the females that I dated were, let's just say, from here <laughs> no it's fine yeah you, you know where i'm going with this i probably was yeah i've worked through my own shit i've deconstructed my own here's the thing i had so <laughs> I probably many, was that girl at some point <laughs> i had so many that was upset that i was not jealous they would come and tell me things and they're like you're not jealous he hit on me okay you're attractive so i'm actually yeah exactly it's like i'm actually a little flattered yeah it, there's a line, yeah, but yeah. I get what you're saying. No, one one just wanted me to like just I mean just just blow up on somebody because whatever. We were at a bar together, mm-hmm. me and Amanda, and this was early in our career, our relationship, <laughs> whatever this thing is. Well, she negotiated <laughs> the contract. It was early on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. And we were at the bar, and I don't know what happened. But somehow, somebody, I don't know if they spit on her. I don't know if they drooled. All of a sudden, her fucking arm was just, like, wet. And I was like, the fuck is that? And she's like, I don't know. I think somebody just spit on me. And I was like, who? Because at that point, I would have beat somebody's ass. Mm -hmm. But there were so many people, like, crowded around. Again, reasons I don't go to bars and go to... Shit. I was like, I just, I just. Well, he was defending your honor. He wasn't like somebody hit on you, and he was like, "Do you want to go yeah. outside?" Like, but no. even then, it was like, "All right, look, we're just gonna go." Yeah, I was like, I just want to go. Yeah, because it was after midnight at the um, <laughs> Phoenix, mm-hmm. the old Phoenix in Hiram. I was like, I'm ready to go. It was a place you didn't want to be <laughs> a lot of times in the daylight, much less after midnight. <laughs> Time to fucking go. But even then, it was like you know, yeah, I could have been pissed, but at the same time, it's like. Pfft, it's past my bedtime anyway. Let's roll. But it's just so weird. That I think some we ended girls... up going to Walmart and buying hand sanitizer. Uh, yeah, bathed in hand sanitizer that night. But it's so weird to have somebody be like, I want you to be jealous of me. Why? And you can ask her. She's come back and told me about all the customers that flirt with her at work. And I'm like, that's great. Better tips. <laughs> yeah, it does. It, what am I supposed to do? I've, I've shared the story about the jealous guy that totally ruined a friendship because he was a douchebag. Yeah, because then share it on here, of course, because I don't want to get in trouble. Actually, you were trying to have a business relationship with his partner, significant other, and he couldn't handle it. Yeah, I don't find that attractive at all, Mm -hmm. and I'm you know whatever to each their own. But yeah, I think it is more exhausting Mm -hmm. to have to. 
and I'm not saying I'm special and I'm different and I'm unique. I'm not, it's none of that. I just like, I just feel like I don't fall into some of those tropes and it is so exhausting to the point where I don't, I'm not interested in dating mm-hmm. anytime soon, really. I mean, haven't been interested in years and I haven't, and I don't see myself changing my mind because, you know, at this point you're competing with my peace. Yeah. <laughs> and oh, um, oh. it's at just. At this point you would not win with for my peace. Yeah, it, literally. Like if you disrupt <laughs> my life, if you make it the tiniest bit harder, like I am not yeah. interested. Why would I do that? But anyways, it's just more exhausting for me to have to prove to you that I'm not all of these preconceived things. And I'm again, maybe I am some of the things I don't know, but just the, like the jealousy and the, I don't know. I, I can think of, you know, there's a million things going on in my head. Just like the proving to you that like, yeah. I don't care. Jealousy is not. I think it's trait. more than I think. Okay. This, and this is just because I used to think before I met him and when I was on the apps and everything, I used to have these thoughts about why don't people want to be with me? What's wrong with me? Am I not pretty enough? You know, like, I had all the thoughts, right? I think every female has and you probably thoughts. still had a million people in your inbox. No, not that many. More than five? No. More than one? I, I never really kept them in there. If I didn't like them, I'd just delete. Yeah. Delete. I don't want to look at their faces. Well, I'm just saying, again, tables tilted. The guys, the girls are not reaching out to the guys on those platforms. Oh, because no. we grew up were... with our mothers in the 90s and the early 2000s and be like, don't you call boys. Boys are to call you. <laughs> yeah, but when we call, y'all are at least supposed to pick up the phone and tell us you're not interested. Don't just let it sit there unread. So or I the could be that part, bitch on the on the platform saying, "Nope, I don't like you. You're yeah. not cute." You know, I like, think. I look. Tell me. Tell me. I'm not cute. I'll move right along. I'll find some ugly girl that thinks. Anyway, I'm cute. I digress. <laughs> I grew up. I I went through the that phase until I met him. Because even when I was with friends with benefits over there. Like, I was like, why doesn't he want to take me out? There's something wrong with me. Like, am oh, yeah. I just not good enough for him? Like, what is what is the problem? And then I started going out with him, and I flat out told him. I was like, listen, I, I'm, not, I'm not like anybody. I said, if I want it, I'll tell you. If I don't want it, I, I will tell you. If we go out and I feel like I am obligated to pay, I will pay. We have never, like, during our entire tenure... Uh, we have gone Dutch on everything. Mm-hmm. Everything. So that makes me more comfortable, too. I don't like it when the la- the last guy I dated, I, he just wanted to buy me things. Like, he bought me, like, expensive sunglasses. And he, like, you know, it just, I was appreciative. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to try to just let my guard down and let this happen. I'm just going to let it happen. If he wants to do it, I'm going to let it happen. He brought up those fucking sunglasses. If you ever date another guy, at least I could say, like, you could say, like, that I bought you those sunglasses. I'm like, what a weird thing to think about and say out loud. Right. Yeah. I'm just like, you know, whatever. Like, just, let's see. I, mm. <laughs> <laughs> there's, so, there's so many things about that relationship that was, whew, And that's, that's one of the things is, like, what men don't realize. And, and I don't know, maybe I'm just talking out of my ass or maybe I'm talking for the general population of females i would much rather you buy me a two dollar gift if it refers to something in our relationship or to me versus a billion dollar pair of sunglasses i would much rather you buy that there are times when he has brought home like goofy crap like i'm an artist and i i like to use acrylic pieces like plexiglass Mm -hmm. to use for stamps 
every time he busts down like an ATM or every time he like finds a piece out in the field or whatever, he puts it in the truck and brings it home to me because he knows I like it. Mm-hmm. And that's five finger discount free. <laughs> like I, uh, that to me. Because he said that and he said, oh, Amanda will like that. Yes. He stopped he and thought. He thought of first. Yeah. It's like, oh. For a brief second. Somebody knows me on that level enough to know I'm going to want this thing. Like, yeah, that's huge. Right. Like, like seriously, it's like for a brief second when he wasn't around me or talking to me, he thought of me. That is more valuable than expensive shit all day, every day. And see, I'm going to bust myself on this one. Um, I don't buy flowers. Ever. I, I hate flowers. I, oh, I have do, a good story about flowers. I do not buy flowers. They're a waste of money. Yeah, they're pretty for like a day. And then they wilt. And then it's over with. And then they stink. And then they stink. And then... Makes your house it. smell like a funeral home. I yeah. hate them. So I've never... And this is across the board. I do not buy flowers. You bought me a glass flower. Again. I love a fake flower. A mm. fake floral all day long. All day long. All day long. And I have animals and I have cats and cats that are like really toxic. So like just don't like mm-hmm. if somebody, bu- okay, this is, let me, let me rephrase. <laughs> if someone didn't know that about me mm-hmm. and they sent flowers because that is a thing that you do. Like one mm-hmm. time I had a good friend. I was just having a really just shit week and she sent flowers to work. That was really kind. Right. Like that was not, you know, she wasn't, mm-hmm. she didn't know that on a deep level of like, oh, I can't take these home and da, da, da. Well, it was fine. I left them at work and it was, it was fantastic. Mm-hmm. But I've had, he's never going to listen to this. I don't care. My, <laughs> and even if he, he does, fuck you. <laughs> I, my ex, uh, we were together for a couple years. We lived together. Um, he was my first really serious relationship. Bought me flowers early on. It was cute and it was sweet. You know, mm-hmm. like, oh, I come home and there's flowers on the, on the, you know, so sweet. Well, I finally told him, like, hey, I would rather you spend that money on something else, you know, because, like, flowers die. We have the cats. Like, mm-hmm. all these reasons. Like, thank you so much for the thought. Like, that is so kind of you. But mm-hmm. I don't, don't waste your money on these things. I really don't want this thing, you know. He would continue to do it. And looking back on it after that relationship was over and I was, you know, uh, what's the word? Free? <laughs> <laughs> I was, like, deconstructing it, picking it apart, like, looking back on it. It was a manipulation thing with him. And this could be with any gift. I mean, flowers, just it, it struck, that reminded me. It was like, oh, you're so ungrateful. Mm-hmm. Like, I bought you this thing. I spent this money and these were not cheap. And, like, you're so ungrateful. And then you start feeling like, well, shit, am I? ungrateful like you know he did this thing so it's like no oh it makes me so mad so yeah if you got me something for free like if you if you really want to buy me flowers buy me an edible arrangement i would enjoy the fruit better exactly and it would have made and the point would have been this is something i can enjoy and it doesn't tick all the boxes of all the very valid reasons and i'm telling you that i don't want these things and you're telling me how expensive it is well don't okay well you're off the hook like any literally anything else you know, whatever. Edible arrangement, box of chocolate. A bag of M&M's. Bag of M&M's. Uh, Hershey's chocolate bars. The Ben and Jerry's half pint that you ate that I was really excited about. You could replace that. That would be great. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, literally anything else. And he just, like, there was a couple of gifts and stuff like that. So, gifts is my, you know, do you ever do the love languages test? Do y'all do, did y'all do that? Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. There's like five love languages. Mine is gifts. And people are like, oh, because you like receiving gifts? No. I like giving gifts. I'm a very thoughtful gift yes. giver. Yes. And I and it means so much to me when somebody gives me a thoughtful gift. Like, I hate it when my parents are always like, what do you want for Christmas? I'm like, what do you want to get me for Christmas? What do you know about me and what do you think I would uh-huh. like? Because I don't sit around and ask you what you want. I've never asked anybody what they wanted for a gift. Oh, see. 
I got to tell her how I do Christmas. She's a little bit different, but I'm the same way you are. And I've done this before, and it hurts me. Like, I don't want to say physically, but it really hurts my feelings. If I... If I painstakingly look over and get you something, I'm like, oh, my God, she's going to love this. And I give it to you, and I watch your face, and your face does not reflect, oh, this is great. This is like, you're like, oh, cool. And then you set it to the side. There's a 90% chance I'm never buying you anything else, ever, (laughs) because you did not react the way that you should have in getting this amazing fucking gift that is picked out of your personality. And you're just like, oh. That's Some cool. people are just bad at receiving gifts too, though. To Some give, people are. To give, give that. to give a little leeway because I'm like, I'm thinking like I'm a real awkward like gift receiver because <laughs> it's like, I do appreciate it. But like if I gush over it, that's too much. Uh-huh. That's like, given too much. But if I don't, what if I don't give enough? Yeah, it's like a whole mind game. But I hear what you're saying. Give me a woo. Okay. Give so, me a woo. Give, give me, me a, a holy woo. shit. This is cool. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> open it. Every every box I open woo. now is gonna be like woo. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. So when I came up, of course, you know, single parent, she didn't have time to do the surprise gifts. She also didn't have time to buy us gifts that could possibly not fit or not work. So she didn't have time to take them back and return them and do that whole rigmarole. Nine times out of ten, if she ever bought gifts, she had to carve out time to do it. So I can remember being in elementary school and being given the Toys R Us catalog. She would go to Toys R Us, physically go to Toys R Us, get four catalogs, four and five catalogs, and she would hand each one of us. But that's kind of fun as a kid, though, because you're like, oh, boy. like Yeah, I get to read the catalog. So, And we would sit there and circle what we really liked, and then we'd star the big one that we really, really wanted. And so then when we woke up on Christmas morning, oh, my gosh, Santa Claus knew exactly what we wanted. Mom mailed him those catalogs. Wild. Wild, right? And then as we got older... She didn't do um, birthdays. She didn't do surprise gifts on birthdays. Now, other people, like my aunts, uncles, grandparents, whatever, they would give us surprise gifts. But my mother did not do surprise gifts. She, Her gift to us was going and picking us up for early from school. We had individual mama time that wasn't with, like, my other brothers and sisters. And we would go pick out my gift. And she did this for every one of us. But when you're a kid, it's like that is you don't have disposable you don't have income. You don't have disposable money. So right. like yeah, it makes sense. Like I'm gonna get you what it's a treat. Mm-hmm. What because, you want. Well it wasn't even that it was more like for me in my, in my body, it was like, Oh, I get to spend the week the the day with well, my that mom. was probably more valuable than the gift to be honest. Yeah. As cheesy as that sounds, but yeah, like yeah. yeah. I get I get to spend with one of my favorite people in the entire world hmm. and she's gonna buy me something. And I, I, I hate to say it that way, but yeah. Like, she's going to buy me something, and I get to choose whatever it is. Like, this is great. And she would give us, like, a, a dollar amount, and she'd say, okay, go in here and pick out something worth this much money. And we'd do that and, you know, go home and eat cake and yeah. go to bed, whatever. So that stuck with me, and we've done that. We still do that for Christmas. You can ask him. She'll call me, and she'll be like, what do you want for Christmas? And, and then she'll call me on my birthday, and she's like, I'm buying mm-hmm. you advertisements for your birthday. Like, she still, to this day, does not do surprise gifts. I guess after you've done it for 35 years, you can't break the habit. I don't know. (laughs) So that sentiment is normal in my brain. Like, you know how we were talking about, like, how you grew up with stuff? And it's just, yeah, that's just... And it's just normality now? Yeah. So for my birthday or for Christmas, 
I will physically send him a link on Amazon because I know he's going to shop from there. And I'll be like, I want this one for my birthday. Mm-hmm. I want this one for, for Christmas. I will get it on his computer and put it in his cart. And I'll be like, oh, I put my birthday gift in your cart. It takes all the stress away from it. Cause I'm like, he what? loves it because he doesn't have to think about it. He's like, okay. Well, now I'm I'm more a little more in tune with what she likes. Well, yeah, she li- that's what she likes. Like yeah. she, And also that's, what, that's how she prefers. It, there's that part of it, too. That's yeah. how she prefers to receive gifts is like, I'm gonna tell you what I want exactly, mm-hmm. and that's that's gonna it's still gonna be special to me because you bought it for me. Mm-hmm. Like that's enough for her, and that's fine. You know, I think my mom kind of did the same thing, and she kind of still does the same thing. But like, she'll like fill my stocking up with like candy that she knows I like. So like that right. that does it for me enough, you know. And I mean, she does other little gifts and stuff. I'm not giving her enough credit. You know, like I really wanted a new TV this past Christmas, so like that was obviously you know my gift and then she gave me other little things that were great well, too. He does that too though. He'll he'll sprinkle in some surprise stuff. Yeah. And I do the same thing to him though. Yeah. Like he'll tell me what he wants. I'll buy him what he wants. And then I sprinkle in like little surprise gifts. Like I know he needs a wallet, so I'll throw a wallet in there with the big gift that he wants. You know what I mean? Like that's the other thing about gift giving I was gonna say earlier was that's something else I like to do and I've been that person in a relationship where I'm like, oh, your pool sandals are kind of worn out. I'm just going to get on Amazon and order you some real quick, and they're just going to show up, and it's not for an occasion. I just saw that you needed this thing, and I fulfilled that need. Yeah. To me, that is like, that's that's an act of love. Like, that's kind of how I show my mm-hmm. love, and it's not attached to money. It's not attached to the thing. It's like I'm taking care. That's how I take care of you. Like, in, you know, my really, my best friend, Abby, she is the most amazing gift giver. Like, she fulfills that role in my life so well. We're like, I'm excited. At, she goes on a vacation, and she'll bring me back the most thoughtful gift like the last time she went on vacation she brought me back a hair clip that looks like my dog like who like what like she went to a store and she like picked that out oh it was just so oh it was so nice like stuff like that is just so great to me And it's a hair clip, so it couldn't have been less than five bucks. I mean, yeah, it didn't matter. Like, that's what I'm saying. It was the cutest thing I've ever seen in my life. That hair clip. I wore it one day, and no one complimented me, and I was mad. (laughs) Mad. Like, do you not see this? That that hair clip. (laughs) All right, that hair clip right there was more expensive to your heart than those damn sunglasses that dude kept throwing up in your face. Yeah, I wore the hell out of those sunglasses. I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm like, well, you know. You got your press? Got, got yeah. some emotional baggage and sunglasses from that relationship. Screw you. Yeah. <laughs> well, see, if I'm ever browsing on Craigslist, Craigslist, well, sometimes, more more likely Amazon, and I see, because we're board gamers. Yeah. We love board games. problem we have is there's not a lot of two-player board games. Like me and you talked about, there's yeah. not a lot of solo board games there are now. But there's not a lot of two players. So I'll see one, and if it's in our wheelhouse of art or music or just something downtime, I'll grab it, and then she'll get a package like a couple of days, and she's like, what is this? Oh, this looks fun. And we bring it down here and break no, it out. No, see, my wish list stays full, right? Mm-hmm. Because that's the way I shop on Amazon. I think every female does this. <laughs> I'll shop on Amazon. I'll be scrolling. I'm bored. I'll put it in my cart, and it'll sit there for a couple hours. Save for later, full of just the random, most random stuff. Yeah, and then I'll go through it. I'll say, save for later, save for later, and it goes to my wish list, right? Yeah. So, like, I really want it, but I cannot justify paying Mm -hmm. for it right now. Or I really want it, but it's like, do I want to pay for it for that function? Like, there's, like, so many things that go through your head. Now, if I need, like, I don't know, new underwear to put in my car, I'm going to go ahead and buy it, right? Yeah. But if it's, like, 
nail polish that I really want this set of nail polish, but I can't justify spending the, like 10 bucks on this nail polish right now. I'll put it back on in the remind me later or whatever. Yeah. So he'll, he, he randomly went on there the other day and he was like, hmm, okay. And he picked two things off of my wish list and just had it sent to the house. That's so fun. Yeah. Yeah. So I was just like, oh, wow. Thanks, babe. You know, like, what a sweet dude. Bought me nail polish. But see, she goes on to me, too, because I don't spend a lot of money on myself. I, I will not buy shit for me. It's just, I don't want to say growing up poor, growing up lower middle class. <laughs> was It affected my spending power in my brain of I always have more than what I actually think I do. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I know how much is in my account, but I'm not going to spend like that much is in my account. If that makes sense. It does. I'm looking at you like that because I'm, I'm laughing at myself because my thoughts are like, this is how much is in my account and it's hardly anything. And like this little thing is going to bring me joy. Fuck it. I'm going <laughs> to I'm gonna get it. So I kind of have like a different mentality, which is probably not great. <laughs> but continue. Well, I worked for Walmart for a long time and I, I, did, not, I did not invest wisely Single at that point. Single parent thing. What? I have a theory about what you just said. Ooh. Go for it. Keep going. No, you keep going. Say say what you were going to finish. Oh, I was just saying, she gets on to me because I won't buy stuff for myself. My mom's the same way. It makes me so mad. I'm like, what are you going to do? Die with it? And I was like, don't sit around and save it for me. Like, I appreciate it. Like, that's Mm -hmm. so wonderful and so kind of you. But, like, I want to see you enjoy this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If you worked hard for it, enjoy it. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of where I am with board games because... That's what I've kind of leaned into. It was video games. I mean, I still buy my video games. But I don't buy them day of release. I don't buy them new. I buy them, you know. Old and secondhand. Yeah. Because I know how much I'm going to play it. I know I know which games. I, I, I've bought new games that are still on the shelf, practically still in their shrink wrap. I don't want to go off on a different tangent, so what's your theory? Yeah. Okay, so we came from single-parent households. Mm-hmm. We spend our money because it brings us joy. Hoarders. No, I'm not a hoarder. <laughs> I am. I, I'm gonna be honest. To if I'm ta- if I'm being completely honest, I have hoarding tendencies. Every artist does, because at some point I'm, I'm gonna make something with that. I'm gonna do something uh-huh. with that. At yeah. some point, that's gonna be useful for a project later. I have a family member that is an undiagnosed hoarder, so I am. I run in the absolute opposite direction. Mm-hmm. Well, see, my thoughts on on spending money the way we do. Like, I look at my bank account, and I'm like, okay, so all my bills are paid. Mm-hmm. I have this much money to last me till Friday, but I really want. <laughs> that $10 nail polish. That, that $10 <laughs> nail polish. Or I really want this set of paintbrushes. I'll wait till they go on sale. And then they go on sale. And then I go overboard. But they were on sale, so. <laughs> like, that's my thinking. And I yeah. think it stems from coming from a single-parent household where you had to pinch pennies. My mother went grocery shopping. I can remember this. And my sister wanted ice cream and my mom was like, "No, we can't. No, we can't have that." And my sister started whining and crying for the ice cream and my oldest sister was like, "We can't afford to have that ice cream." And that like hurt my mom's feelings. I remember that. Hmm. Like it really hurt my mom's feelings. The fact that my oldest sister had to tell my middle sister that in front of me and my younger my me being the youngest and my brother and my mom was in the middle of the store, like, almost having a nervous breakdown because she couldn't afford a tub of ice cream. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, so the fact that I, I literally, when I grew up, I vowed that I will never have less money in my account than a tub of ice cream. Because, like, if I do that, then I've done what my mom t- 
has always told me that she wants for me to do better than she did. My mom was really good about, I think there probably was struggles and stuff. I mean, obviously there there was, but like she did such a good job of keeping that stress Hiding from me. Mm-hmm. But maybe to a, maybe to a fault though. Maybe I should have been, as I got older, a little bit more aware. I'm not blaming her for anything, you well, know, so but I, I just feel wanted, like, though, I don't feel like I did either. I never wanted. If I needed it, my mom or my grandma found a way to get it. It's just I didn't have a lot of the extras. I didn't have a lot of the frills. I never knew I was good at art or even mm-hmm. had talent until, Jesus, 2017. And what? that was what? What? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, seriously. What? 2017. That was literally three years after we met and started dating. And I was bored at his house one day when he was at work. And I saw a BuzzFeed on acrylic pouring and thought, I could do that. I had, I never even knew I had any artistic ability. Is it because you? Because Why? my mother, she would buy like. You got the not, standard coloring books. We got coloring books yeah. and crayons. It wasn't like a staple to have a set of paints or a sketchbook. Yeah. Or anything in my household. In my household, you did your homework. <laughs> you played the video game that, that uh, the one of the two video games we had. <laughs> And you played with your brothers and sisters. There was no other options. It wasn't even like, it wasn't like my mom was trying to shelter me from the art game or no, it's just or anything. Yeah. It was just there were no other options because even if there were options like that, we couldn't afford the stuff that went with it. Like, Let me tell you what's so messed up though. Like you were in school and you had art class, and I remember this about art class. It always drove me crazy, and it, and I thought it was like a very personalized like rock mart experience going to school. I had to literally trace pictures or copy pictures uh-huh. like it was never like this is your assignment and draw this thing it, so it's like it makes me sad that you probably had that same experience so you didn't get to express any kind of creativity or show yeah, I remember being there I remember I remember doing um art class in middle school the only art class I ever took was in middle school and the guy made us you didn't take art in high school like there wasn't like a you didn't have to do that no Interesting. My yeah. elective was uh, dance. I did jazz, us. modern, ballet, and hip-hop in high school. Yeah, no. There was no movement besides PE. Yeah. yeah. Construction. And Construction but and see, body. Is that movement? <coughs> is that movement? Depends no, on if you were in the paint booth. <laughs> but no, like, in my middle school, I remember drawing the freaking triangle that was supposed to represent the road getting bigger. Yeah. With the trees Perspective, on the side yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah. And I remember drawing a shape and then copying it over the entire the entire page to create an, an optical illusion. Yeah. Um, the buildings, that, the freaking, the, the, the skyscrapers. Yep. Uh-huh. The perspective buildings. The desert highway. The, yeah. Um, I actually got complimented on my desert highway. I'm, I was with the proud. sunset in the back kind yeah, of with the, with the cactuses. And then I added the cactuses. The, you added, that was your creative flair. Yeah, I yeah. will say the one thing that, we did that was actually slightly creative was they asked us to draw our favorite animal and we had to find a reference photo and I, mine was a horse. My mom still has it and it, it actually does look pretty halfway decent. I just remember yeah. she would hand us stuff and we had to just, I'm like, we just have to draw this. Yeah. Like what? Is. And then she didn't teach it. She just was like, literally just copy this and then magazine photos there was so much of that like pull out a picture that inspires you from a magazine that was about as creative as it got and then you had to like watercolor it and it's just so like the tall the tall art teacher probably i don't know she was kind of young ish yeah because ours like middle school was a guy i don't remember his name 
Yeah, I he was very our, nice. I do remember he was nice. I didn't do art in middle school. It was it was elementary school, and the one older lady we had, hell, she had to be ninety. And then she left, and we got another really tall lady, and it just was like, eh, okay. We went to different elementary schools. Yeah, you went to the. Apparently, you, I went to the rich. You school. went to the rich school. <laughs> <laughs> You did. Yeah. Anyway. You did. <laughs> so, yeah, like we I said. We had kids' I... picks. <laughs> <laughs> what else do these rich kids have? <laughs> but, no, like, like I said. One I, Mac, I, iMac in the classroom <laughs> to all share for your 28 students with your logging your AR points. Whew. Jesus, rolling you, in you, it. Wow, you only had 28 students? I don't know. <laughs> God, we had like 34 <laughs> per class. Remember. Teacher didn't have time I to show remember. you shit. <laughs> Teacher's like, look, if you if you fall behind, good luck. All right. That, that's also, we can tie that into my, I don't want to say fear, but my very reluctant raise your hand if you have any questions. I would have a ton of questions. Again, anxiety and like in school, I, I would have questions, but I didn't want to slow the class down because Aww. I knew my question this guy over here is like three pages ahead of me. And I know if I ask a question, he's going to make some fucking noise. Uh, she's done told it twice. <laughs> but seriously, it sucks because, again, this is about, you know, all this stuff. And I could not, like, I had a bad habit of, <laughs> this is, I'm giving you guys a perspective into my fucked up brain on this one. I we would, have struck a chord. I would do the homework, okay? I would do the homework. He just wouldn't turn it in. I wouldn't turn it in. Teacher didn't ask for it. And I'm not getting up and walking up. Because that was back when you had to turn the oh, shit yeah. in right next to the desk. So you had to walk to the front of the class. Yeah. I wasn't getting up. Why? Everybody else was. Mm-mm. Fall in line. No? Mm-mm. Nope. Because everybody got there before I did. Their shit's already in. I showed up late. Oh. I'm not walking up there. I'll take a zero. I'll take a zero before I have to walk in front of this class. Everybody's wow. looking at you. Everybody's staring at you. I don't like it. Uh-uh. Ooh. Wouldn't ask questions. Why didn't you just put it in the tray as you walked in? Because that's not the way our doors worked. Our teacher's desk was not by the door. No, never. Our teacher's desk were on the other side of the fucking room. What was that about? Were your teacher's desk near the doors? Yes. Or what in the front of the classroom? Absolutely. Right Ours never worked. Door. Ours were, you had to make a, a, a very conscious decision to walk by the teacher's desk. You know desk. what else I just thought about? Oh, man, I don't know if this is unique or not, but talk about walking in front of people. Okay, in middle school, we would get there in the morning, and they'd drop you off, and you'd go to the gym, and there was, like, bleachers in the gym. This was Elm Street oh, Middle School. That. And there were going. sections of the gym that were for each grade, and uh-huh. the sixth graders were in the very, were technically the front of the gym near the stage, so when you walked in the door, you had to go all the all way across right. the gym and sit down. The sixth graders were there, seventh graders, eighth graders. I remember it so vividly. And... Why did they do that to us? That was an adult decision. That was the worst. It felt like a walk of shame. It did. And then, like, there, I remember, oh, this is so sad. This kid came in one time. It was really cold outside, and he had on, like, I don't even want to talk about it. His clothes were obviously pretty much patchwork together, Mm -hmm. and he had socks on to, like, cover up the 
like length of the it was so sad and people started laughing at him mm-hmm. he was in the sixth grade he had to walk all the way across i have never wanted to hide myself oh, did you i'll never forget it did you not hear what i said i was late to school yeah the, for that reason i wasn't sitting in the gym with all you motherfuckers if well in seventh and eighth grade it wasn't so bad because you just walked in and you sat down but in the sixth grade that bad. was br- i mean it wasn't great because nobody sat in the front Everybody sat in the fucking top, All the top of the bleachers. <laughs> so if you got there, if you got there any time after whenever, you're sitting in the front, and there was a spot. They might have fixed it by the time you got there, but if it was ever raining, that front row, you'd get absolutely drenched because of how old the roof was. You'd get fucking drenched. <laughs> I was sitting there. I had actually shown up, and I sat down, and dude, like two guys behind me, he was like, hey, He's like, that's called Niagara Falls. <laughs> I was like, what? This was at the time that snake spitting was really in. What? Snake spitting. What? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, Jesus Christ. Here we go. Education time. So certain people have this really nasty talent where they can, like, position their tongue a certain way in their mouth and go, and it spits like a snake. I swear to God, I saw some motherfucker up there with snake spitting on me, and I was going to climb that bleacher and throw somebody off. No, it was the roof. The roof was leaking. The roof was like, bleep, bleep. Tried to move. Same. All the way across the line. Nobody sat on the front row. I rode the bus. I didn't have a choice what time I got there. It was just, yeah. I was a car rider, and I was lazy as shit. I'm... I ain't getting up. It's 8 o'clock. A car rider. Fuck. I haven't heard that term in... Latchkey kid. 20 years. Car rider. I rode a bus all the way through high I school. learned so many life lessons on the bus. You missed out. I did. I got expelled. But I didn't like the people on the bus. I got, I got bus suspended. people are scary. <laughs> I got suspended yeah. off of a bus. Is that where you got in a fight on a bus? Mm-hmm. Everybody got in a fight on the bus. I didn't get in a fight on the bus. I if you a, met me, I didn't get in a fight on the bus. <laughs> I got into a, a fight on the bus that lasted 10 minutes straight, and the cops got called. Yeah, that's what rock mark. It was Marietta. I stomped that bitch's ass, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, not never got in a fight. Don't Actually, it was me and my sister. Well. It was me and my sister against another girl and her friend. It was like it's a four of us. Match. Yeah, it really was. Lord, and I'll then the cops showed up, and they got scared and jumped off the exit, the emergency exit in the back, and ran home. And we get off. My mom worked for a police department. We get off the <laughs> bus, and we walk up to the cops, and we were like, can we call our mom? They were like, uh, no. I was like, do you know who my mom is? He was like, no. I was like, Cynthia, yo, 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 yo. And he was like, she's your mom? Amanda's a Nepo baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> My mom wasn't a cop. Do you know who my mom is? No. No. <laughs> that didn't work for me. But he worked State there. <laughs> they all knew. Listen, you. I'm laughing, but like. No, seriously. I know. I know. <laughs> no, I don't mean it that way. But like, you can ask him. We have been in random places and, and someone will be like, Cynthia? Yeah. To you or to your mother? My mother. My mom knows everyone. Mm-hmm. There is not a person. It is awkward as shit going out with her. I mean, we went to Panama City Beach one time for vacation, and we were walking across. That's not that unique. Everybody from here goes there. You go to vacation (laughs) to hang out with the people that you hang out with at home. But back in the day. (laughs) Why is that the spot? Okay. (laughs) But back in the day, it wasn't that way. I feel like it is. I mean, I feel I I forget that we're not talking about Polk County necessarily. You grew up somewhere else, so yes. Yeah, no. And and Marietta is. Marietta's infinitely bigger. <laughs> Marietta people have money. They're going to like Hilton Head. Yeah. Uh, negative Ghost Rider. Marietta people do not have money. 
Half of Cobb has money. The other half are shoot off to the other side of the tracks and to Panama City Beach. Yeah. <laughs> we went to Panama City Beach because my mom had a friend. Girl, I guess every vacation I ever went on to, was to Panama. Was and sometimes basically still is to Panama City. I ain't knocking it. Mm-hmm. It's a beach. It's a it's a body of water. It's a pool. It's a not home. Different than <laughs> home. That's what it is. See, I think that's where I'm different. I'm not a beach guy. Yes, I know. Shut up. That's the one thing we do argue about. Where to go on vacation? No. Not so much that. Just she likes the beach and I'm pasty see-through. You like the pool. Same difference. Just no. I can see the bottom. I don't oh, have to deal not- with sand. Oh, well, the sand, yeah, but I'm not, st- I'm not in the ocean. Don't get it twisted. I, in. I go in the ocean. Yeah, she goes, nope. she like goes out. Nope. Mm-mm. Out? I'll look at it. I'll sit by it. If I get real hot, I'll go up to the showers where you're supposed to get the sand off of you. That's how cool I'll get in the ocean. I'm going to put my feet in. <laughs> no way. <laughs> no chance. <laughs> look, we laugh about that, but we literally just booked a hotel for our October vacation as an in-ground covered pool and a hot tub. That's great. That's when I was little and I would go on va- like I'd go to Pan. I would go to let's be clear, Panama City Beach. <laughs> no, we're going to North Carolina. <laughs> yeah, we're going but the opposite. I would want to go. I'd love the pool. I just wanted to be in the pool. My grandmother had a pool. I didn't need to go all the way there to go get in the pool. But like, yeah, I've never been a. I'm not gonna get in a lake. I'm not gonna get in the ocean. I, I get, live on a lake. I get in any body of water you tell me to get into. I'm getting into it. Mm-mm. You ain't getting in the lake. I'd, I've jumped in so many lakes. I'd get in the ocean before funny. I got in the lake. I cut my foot open in, in Altoona Lake one time. Boy, that was so many tetanus shots. It was terrifying. And she go, and she still just just dives in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she does. And um, That's what he loves about me. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to end on that one. Uh, Wes so, loves Amanda because she's a lake diver. <laughs> that sounds dirty. <laughs> Thanks for joining us for this polite conversation. Catch us every Monday at 9 a.m. for new episodes. That's Eastern Time. Find us anywhere you listen to your podcasts. Y'all come back now, you hear? When this is over, don't think about it. Don't shout about it. Just say the word.